Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the Fantasy Addicts. It's your host, Andy. And we are back today talking another NFL team before the NFL season kicks off. Today I'll be talking Seattle Seahawks. Um, yeah, one of the crazy storylines of, of last year, really. They were crazy how that, that uh, turned out. But you know what's even crazier? This podcast. So, uh, Frank... Hit that intro and let's talk some seahawks. shambles um yeah playoff team nine and eight record the seattle seahawks crazy um you know people had them picking one people had them being the worst team in the league questioning if they'll even get first downs um you know everyone wrote off gino but he's not writing back and i don't think he's gonna write back again but um as always if you enjoy this um this little podcast series on spotify gives a five-star review uh, check out all the other team by team pods. We're almost done um, with, the, with these little these little short, sharp hitting podcasts. Um, so check them all out. Uh, follow us if you miss an episode. Follow us on Twitter at the FB Addicts and Instagram at Fantasy Addicts. But let's get into it. Um, Pete Carroll remains the head coach. Shane Waldron remains the offensive coordinator. This little duo was fantastic last year. You know, people were wondering, is Pete Carroll a good coach because he's been behind Russell Wilson all these years and, you know, they made some questionable decisions together. Um, people kind of thought Russ got Pete Carroll out of trouble, but maybe it was Pete Carroll that made Russ look good all these years. You never know. He's, he is one that always gets the most out of his roster, squeezes every single penny and juice that he can out of um, the 53 men that he does, just a leader of men, Pete Carroll, and I think gets the best of this team. Um, this team was 13th in pass percentage last year, 22nd in plays per game, so you know, solid team. Definitely do everything right to score fantasy points. But the concerning thing is, <clears throat> according to PFF, this team is 30th in O line and 30th in D line coming into. 2023 and 17th rated secondary. Um, yeah, not great news, but I guess they weren't good last year. So, but it, you see that number, it's just in the trenches. It's where the game's won, but um, yeah, scary stuff. But uh, let's move on. This team loses Rashad Penny and they gain Jackson Spinner Jigba at pick 20. Zach Charbonnet and through running back shocked everyone really. That was crazy. And they ran it back with Kenny McIntosh running back in round seven. Um, obviously kind of replacing Rashad Penny. People were thinking that Kenneth Walker was going to get the keys to the backfield. That landing spot kind of killed Zach Charbonnet as well in like, you know, straight away production and dynasty, but you know, it is what it is. He has still looked pretty good in the preseason, so we'll see how it all plays out. But uh, the 
the big news of this team is that Jackson's been injured with a hurt his wrist in the preseason. Already's going to be out for three to four, and already's going to be out for six to eight. So I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe it falls somewhere in the middle. Obviously, I'm going to be looking at underdog ADP, and I think not, not yet updated on his ADP change, but obviously have to move him down if the reports are true and if his injury is um, more serious than we think. Um, he goes down and Lockett will go up. But let's get into it. As I said, we are looking at underdog ADP. And uh, should we or should we not draft Seattle Seahawks skill position players in our fantasy football leagues? DK Metcalf, Joe Williams, must draft wide receiver. If you haven't, check it out. Podcast with that, must draft wide receivers, fantasy addicts. Um, yeah, just DK Metcalf is great. Wide receiver 16 is too low. Big 30 is too low. Um, true alpha, JSN goes down and helps him. Super targeted in the red zone every single year. Only had six touchdowns. That number goes up. His points go up. Pretty easy. Draft DK. Um, Kenneth Walker. I think he was featured on our running back last episode. I think. But for me, I think he's a fine pick. I like the talent. Right. Um, right. Running back 17, pick 54. The Charbonnet pick, which is so strange. Um, he is going to be healthy. He is a great runner. I'm not going to pretend I know what this backfield split's going to be. I think Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet might get enough volume each to both be okay. But I think Kenneth Walker is a dangerous pick there. I think I think he's fine just because I believe in the talent. I think he will get there, but there is a lot of ways this goes poorly so um yeah I understand the concern with this pick maybe it's an avoid and just watch him be the RB21 and you just go oh yeah that, that makes sense um I don't see top 10 upside with this pick at all so hopefully that helps the next pick was JSN Jackson's for the Jigba I'm just going to pass on this um and I think you guys should too in drafts right now you know if he misses the first two, three, four, five weeks of the season. It's just, nah. He'd probably come on late, as all rookie wide receivers do, but at this peak of 59, wide receiver 30, I don't have an updated, um, you know, updated ranking or ADP system right now. Underdog is the best at that, and they still have him there. So, yeah, not sure what to do with JSN. I am personally not drafting him. Hopefully he's on waivers because that would be awesome in your home leagues if he is. Um, but yeah, need a significant drop in ADP for me to be in on him. Um, Tyler Lockett is someone I am in on at wide receiver 31, ADP of 60. Drop this man everywhere while you can before the, uh, the hype builds with JSM, but maybe it won't even build that much, even if it doesn't. Um, like before the injury, I was in on Lockett. You know, he's a great player. He's another one where people say um, he's so efficient, he can't keep doing it, but he does. He's the man. Um, people might say he's getting old, but he hasn't lost his speed. He never gets hit. He's fantastic. Always seems to be on the next-gen stats and catches ridiculous balls at 
one percent chance when the quarterback released it or whatever. Um, just a super good player, always beats where he's drafted. Perfect wide receiver two target for your teams. Um, Zach Charbonnet off the board at one hundred three, running back thirty five. I think he beats that ADP. I mean, as you can tell, I'm kind of in on the Seahawks. Maybe besides Jason and Ken Walker, but I like McCarr, I like Lockett, I like Charbonnet. Um, he's just an angry runner, as he has looked in the preseason. He's very fluid in the pass game. Doesn't doesn't phase him to catch the ball. Um, yeah, it's just how much volume do these running backs get? Um, yeah, never know. Maybe maybe Charbonnet. They have a plan for him. They drafted him in the second round. It's got to mean something. Um, yeah, find out. I don't hate having the flyer on him. Our favourite late-round quarterback here at the Fantasy Addicts is one Geno Smith. Don't write him off. He's not writing back. He's fantastic. Quarterback 15. That's his four. This man was quarterback five last year. The weapons he has. Metcalf, Lockett, even if Jason is hurt. doesn't matter. Um, yeah, just I can't get enough of this pick. If you don't get, you know, your, your Hurts, your Lamars, your Fields, your Herberts, I get Gina. I think he's the thing. You think he's a perfect, perfect late now quarterback to target. Um, yeah, gonna finish a top 12 quarterback and you can get him at pick 114. I'm gonna stop there because I'm not interested in Noah Fant, Will Disley, Kenny McIntosh, DJ Dallas, those guys. Um, interesting team, Seattle. Kind of like him. Yeah. Um, I am in on the Seahawks, and I am in on them as a team. Let's go through the bets. Uh, nine and a half win total. Oh, there you go over this. I mean, they get the Cardinals and Rams. So that alone is four wins. But 10 is a lot. Yeah, this is bad podcasting. I probably should have thought more about this. Before I jump on, I kind of do these pods spontaneously, but let's go with Ova because we love Gino, pro Gino pod. I think they're a 10-win team. Hopefully, we'll see. Um, <clears throat> plus 195 to win the division. No, probably not going to happen. Sorry to the Orcs fans, but thought I'd throw it out there. They are minus 120 to win the playoffs, to make the playoffs win. And I think that is one of my favorite bets because they're just going to make it. It's not great odds, but it's pretty good. And yeah, like you list NFC teams. It's Philly, Dallas, Niners. Then they're probably it. They're next. Next man up, Seahawks. You could talk me into Detroit, or but I'm, I'm not in on Detroit. The Vikings. Um, not really keen on anyone in the South. Yeah, I think I think they're the, like the four best teams in this conference. So yeah, I'm gonna bet them to win the playoffs to make the playoffs. That's my favorite bet. Not super great odds, but it's not bad either. So yeah, Seahawks make the playoffs. I don't have any super player props for you. I don't think McCarth wins anything. I don't think think Gino wins anything. What is he in the MVP? This could be funny. You know, Smith is 
Can't be this way. I'm just going to pass him. 40 to 1. Being better than Russell Wilson. That is such a turn of events. Shout out Seattle. Shout out Gino. Shout out Frank and Russell Wilson. They have had they are. But um, that's going to do it. Um, like Seattle. Like Lock of the Most, followed by Metcalf and Gino. And um, yeah. Good luck, fantasy football leagues. Hope this information helps. Follow us on Instagram, the Fancy Addicts, Twitter at the FB Addicts, and I will talk to you next time. Tonk of the day. And uh, go Seahawks. Thank you.